0: The great premise of Crichton's was to put people in a theme park setting, where obnoxious people relax, expecting to enjoy themselves and let their fat hang over their waistbands. It was such a good idea, Michael wrote it twice. The most recent of these was Jurassic Park, which we all know and love. But the first time Crichton wrote a story based on the same premise was called Westworld. Westworld focuses on a theme park comprised of three different experiences, or worlds. We have Medieval World. Roman world and Westworld. Westworld is where the majority of our film takes place and it's based on a frontier town in the 1800s. We've got the hotel, the saloon, the brothel, people spitting in spittoons and men are that desperate to murder and fuck something and probably in that order. We start with a fake and unbelievable advertisement for Westworld where so-called visitors are pulled from off camera to tell us how much they loved their holiday. It's very corny, and I think this is Crichton's attempt at satire. It kind of works, but not really. Was it worth a thousand dollars a day? Contact us today, or see your travel agent. At first, it seems too good to be true. You get to shoot troublemakers in the saloon, shag good-looking prostitutes, sorry, sex workers, and generally act out a nihilistic lifestyle, where nothing seems to matter. On the surface, this seems like a lot of fun, but a thousand dollars a day, there's only so much of shooting innocents, bumming of robots and punching small children you could do before it all gets a little tiresome and pointless. (coughs) During the film's opening, we are shown other holidaymakers. A middle-aged couple looking for some thrills before they give up all hope are the most prominently featured. Their pick is Medieval World. These characters aren't really fleshed out, so you'll have to imagine that they are totally bored of each other and fancy trying something new. The story is mainly focused on Peter, played by Richard Benjamin, and his mate John played by James Brolin, that should be a familiar name. We don't learn much about Peter and John. Like most older movies, there isn't a great deal of backstory. Put aside your natural inquisitiveness. We're just expected to watch these two surface-level characters and get on with it. For fans of the 1960s version of The Magnificent Seven, it might be fun to see Yul Brynner's reprisal of the gunslinger walk into the saloon. The gunslinger nudges Peter at the bar, spilling his whiskey, and he antagonises Peter to the point of distraction, because John has already been to Westworld, he is familiar with the role-playing, and is the one egging Peter on to shoot the gunslinger. I felt this was a massive overreaction. You don't just shoot someone because they bumped into you and caused you to spill a drink. He needs his mama. Kill her. Anyway, John is a bit of a devious sort. He's quite happy to engage in debauchery and lead his mate Peter astray. We learn in one scene that Peter is just separated from his wife, and that is why he's here at Westworld to get it out of your system and forget about real life for a while. It isn't long until Peter is coerced by John into drinking to excess and shagging robot prostitutes, uh, sorry, sex workers. But all good things must come to an end. And end they do, rather dramatically as it happens. After a drunken night out on the town in Westworld, the gunslinger confronts both John and Peter in the middle of the street. They can't seem to get rid of him. No matter how many times Peter shoots him, the gunslinger is like a lingering fart. John gets shot, for real, as improperly dead. That isn't supposed to be possible, and all the engineers that are watching everything 24-7 on CCTV collectively shit themselves, and the fun begins. For the rest of the movie, we're left watching Peter spend the final 40 minutes or so, just running away. We're also treated to the greatest 70s representation of a robot's first-person perspective. Now imagine looking through an opaque toaster smeared in Vaseline. This is the effect we're treated to as gunslinger vision, It's odd, because I thought the idea of creating a robotic version of human form would be to improve upon the basic five senses. My priority would be sight. Instead, the gunslinger's vision is like space invaders on an Atari. Also, imagine this level of shit sight in a desert environment, where most things are the same colour as sand. It isn't just Peter's mate John that gets killed. seems that the robots have been infected by a very bad case of the Millennium Bug. They all go off-piste and start murdering the guests we treated to watching the middle-aged man in medieval world lose a duel with the archetypal Black Knight and get run through with a sword. The robots in the Roman world, all tired of mopping up the guests' excess, start stomping the client's skulls in. You could argue that it is a wonderful robotic cultural revolution all playing out in front of us. Power to the robots, comrades. <coughs> the engineers all panic and pull the plug. This has no effect, of course. And they all die as well. The cause? Pompous arrogance. Just because these pricks wear white lab coats doesn't mean they have a fucking clue what they're doing. Imagine locking yourself in a room with 15 other lab coat wearing egomaniacs smelling each other's farts till someone comes along to try and probe an door. Westworld <coughs> is a film you might watch to understand references that have been made about it in other films or TV shows. It's a film that everyone of a certain age knows about but few of a lesser age has actually seen. I watched it due to references made in a red dwarf episode called Meltdown. In that episode, the Red Dwarf crew land on a planet that itself is a theme park, filled with waxworks of famous people from human history. Don't eyeball me, Gandhi. Get on the floor and give me 50. No! The premise of robots created for human entertainment is compelling, and the disasters that could happen get the mind wandering. It's just a shame that Westworld's ensemble of actors are about as robotic as their android counterparts. So after all that, it leaves us with the question... Is Westworld worth watching? No, not really. Even your Brenner, that superstar, couldn't redeem this. I mean, the guy barely spoke in it. This really is a case of the premise is better than the execution. None of the moral issues are delved into with this either. Should I shag a robot? Should I not? Should I shoot the sheriff? Should I not? However, thank god Michael Crichton did carry on with this idea, because Jurassic Park was brilliant. Everyone loves that film.